Welcome to this week's episode of The Branded and Gilded Life. My name is Venugopal Nayar and I'm the CEO of an agency called Ideascape. We are into marketing, branding and design. And these posts or this podcast is a reflection of what I've learned in over 35 years in the business, how it has shaped my thinking. and what intrigues me hopefully it will provide some food for thought for you as well f1 or formula 1 is all about speed and while that has its group of fans the human aspect of f1 was rarely explored until netflix went behind the scenes the first post in today's episode how netflix accelerated f1 formula 1 is all about speed with a core group of worshipers but it was a closed world what people saw were cars driven at incredible speeds around convoluted tracks the big names like lewis hamilton and verstappen were well known but a sport is never about the lead players alone it's about the thousands of smaller stories that never get a moment in the spotlight so anyone placed below the top 5 got scant attention from the sports media the other thing that attracted attention were the slow motion crashes and the way cars careened around the track into massive pileups but the human stories were missing Once the live telecast was done and the interviews followed people waited for the next race to watch and cheer on their heroes the idea to make a scripted documentary of the formula 1 world was greenlit by Sean Bratches a former managing director of commercial operations for F1 box to box films produced the first season for Netflix and they were given unprecedented access to all the teams and suddenly the human stories came through loud and clear it was about crushing defeat and disappointments as much as the victories the nail biting finishes were shaped by teams working in close coordination with the superstar drivers but every wrinkle and setback was seen as well the net result viewership of the f1 races jumped by nearly 50% and the managers seen in the Netflix series were mobbed as much as the stars were F1 became the sports brand that grew the most on Facebook YouTube and Instagram brand building is fueled by storytelling not so much the machines as the machinations on to the next post and this is not something that car manufacturers will like to hear a developed country is not where the poor drive cars it's where the rich use public transportation this is a quote attributed to enrique penalosa a mayor of bogota and what does elon musk think from an article in wired i think public transport is painful it sucks two completely contrasting philosophies The first built Tokyo, the largest and most densely populated metropolis in the world, in a city without one single center, but many of them 
overseen by relaxed zoning principles so one area does not get to thrive at the expense of another and then you have the us a country that lives by the principle of individual independence and strict zoning where public transportation is perceived as the option for the poor and not something cities should invest in in tokyo like in singapore trains are the best way to get around a city that sprawls riding the train does not say anything about your economic status so you don't have to invest in a massive car and show it off tokyo ranks 99th in the world for the average expensive price of a single bedroom apartment mixed zoning allows density and people living in close proximity to each other as a result it increases safety because people are out in the streets all through the day children walk to school with no problems at all the principle of individuality is enticing but it also separates you from the rest of the people you share the city with if you don't want to travel in public transport and interact with only a certain social circle what does it say about you as a person tokyo should be the model of the world's metropolises but the one that is packaged and sold is new york and finally to close this episode out do we appreciate risk as far as insurance policies go maybe but until the 12th century the concept was largely unknown as with most things it was business that paved the way the earliest known usage was with respect to merchant ships and voyages the captain of the ship would enter into a contract with an investor for a risicum the latin word for risk before setting sail on return the captain kept 25% of the profits and the investor got 75% now we are able to calculate profitability eventuality and returns on data that goes back decades and it has crept into daily usage that spans an entire spectrum the risks of falling in love of keeping all eggs in one basket of spreading risk like it was a slab of butter or de-risking as some kind of sponge that absorbs hard knocks and so the world has moved far away from its origins to involve behavior of people who take needless risks and those who don't entrepreneurs have been defined as those who have a high risk appetite there are physical risks and mental risks each one with its own set of payoffs and pitfalls there are risks we can control and those we don't even know of until covid not a single insurance company would have considered a worldwide shutdown and the impact it would have on businesses for everything from stock market crashes to f1 results the risks multiply and as global connections increase all we know is that new risks are just around the corner just when we get comfortable with what we are able to predict every week i'll plant a few ideas in your mind on branding behavior and markets triggers for your thoughts spread the word to your friends all you have to do is click the link and enter an email address and yes you're welcome to write in and let me know what you think about the posts the podcast and whether you agree or disagree with them write to me vgnair at ideascape.in on the branded and gilded life as always thank you for listening